Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. This is prime time on Money FM 89.3, and every week our colleagues from the Straits Times talk to us about the biggest headline coming out of Singapore for the week. Having returned to pre COVID levels in February, the unemployment situation is making headlines. It held steady in March, where resident and citizen unemployment rates remained unchanged at 3% and 3.2%. Well, according to the MOM's preliminary labor market report released uh, on Thursday, Singapore's total employment continued to expand in the first quarter of 2022, although at a slightly slower pace than Q4 last year. So to what extent will employment figures continue to rise in the coming months with the progressive lifting of border restrictions, with the easing of COVID-19 curbs? To fill us in, we're being joined now by Tae Hong Yi, journalist at The Straits Times. Hi, Hong Yi. Hi, thanks for having me here. Well, well, thanks for making time for us, Hong Yi. So take us through this. Singapore's employment levels continue to expand in the first three months of this year. What are the various factors driving this momentum, Hong Yi? So I think the biggest overarching theme is the pent-up demand. As you rightly mentioned just now, the easing of the cold curbs uh, have have been especially uh, beneficial to the services sector. You know, and uh, so, so you know, this pent-up demand is being finally filled. And as well as the return of foreign workers, especially day commuters from across the causeway, uh, who, who only recently were allowed, allowed to commute back and forth again. Yeah. Uh, Hongi, which industry saw the biggest jobs added? So, um, the... Exact statistics uh, for, uh, for you know, specific industries as well as between residents and non-residents will actually only be released later in June. Uh, for in, so these are preliminary figures. But what MOM is saying is that resident show, uh, resident employment trends were mixed with factors. So outward-oriented sectors such as information and communications and financial services continued to see steady growth, driven by strong demand for IT and digital solutions as well as certain fintech activities and in fact this 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 has been a consistent theme back back in march full year statistics 2021 full statistics for 2021 released by mom actually indicated that growth these growth sectors made up 18 cents of total employment in the fourth quarter of 2021 yet accounted for 28 percent of total vacancies so we're seeing you know these vacancies gradually being filled up i mean of course we also have to remember that amid all of this there is still a skills shortage in many, many industries. And that's something that people have to keep in mind as they move forward. Also, we got to note that the latest employment growth marked a slowdown from the increase seen in the last quarter of last year. What exactly does this mean in terms of the patterns that we're seeing? Okay, so if we do now the broad sectoral figures, because these uh, preliminary figures uh, is broken down into three sectors, manufacturing, construction, and services. And what we're seeing in Q1 2022 is that employment growth in manufacturing held steady at 7,200, like in Q4 2021. And construction actually rose from 15,500 to 21,600. It is what's, what we're seeing is a significant drop in growth in services from 
slightly over 31,000 to 17,000. That's more than offset this growth and steady in manufacturing and construction. And part of it, MOM attributes to the seasonal decline in employment for certain services such as hospitality and accommodation and tourist services. And, you know, another, another factor could be the general tightness of the market as well as the fact that foreign workers are still in the process coming back, you know, because they have not, they have not been allowed to come back readily for over two years. And there's a bit of inertia in getting them to come back. Because, for example, so analysts I've spoken to, observers I've spoken to, are saying that you know, some may have found new jobs back home, have taken on new liabilities back home, and they can't return home immediately. Mm. So uh, this all contributes to trends specifically in services. And this might be a compounded with the tightened employment class restrictions uh, sub- subsequently. Yeah, the services industry, I think, is seeing a major shortage mm-hmm. in particularly F&B, I noticed. I, and I, I Tim, wanna, I wanna you can relate. I want to ask about that, in fact, yeah. because, you know, when, when people left during the pandemic and maybe some have found jobs, as you mentioned, elsewhere, some are trying mm-hmm. to come back. On the employer side of things, we probably don't have the right amount of local employees now to be able to qualify to hire foreign employees. And there will be a lag there of a few months before we get back up uh, to the current situation. So does that contribute to all of this? Yes, I would say that it does. So I've also done some reporting and spoken to F&B owners. And one worry that they flagged is that because there's a quota associated to foreign employees, particularly in F&B, F&B historically has been a sector that is not seen you know, it has not seen particular fervor from Singaporean job seekers, but they still have to desperately fight for these like, Singaporean job seekers to take on these jobs so mm-hmm. that they can then hire foreign employees to make up the rest of their workforce. Let's talk about retrenchments, Hong Yi. I mean, we've been saying that retrenchments fell to a record 24-year low of 1,300. So... I guess it is to be expected. As the economy recovers, retrenchments will fall. But what can we expect going forward, you think, based on your conversations with analysts? So I think what, so this is a record low because of, you know, recovery. And what actually we observe in this retrenchment figures for the first quarter is that uh, the decline in retrenchment for the services sector more than offset increases in retrenchments in construction and manufacturing. And, and so construction and manufacturing, by their very nature, hold inventory. And, uh, you know, they have raw materials coming in. And because of slight disruptions to, to this, it might have knock-on effects, mm. you know, and um, and companies might cut costs. And one of the ways they cut costs, especially with delayed projects, is with retrenchments. So I think what we would have to take a look at is, you know, will this increasing this this increase in construction and manufacturing retrenchments continue um, with you know hygiene disruptions, especially those associated with the war between Ukraine and Russia and how that has reverberated throughout the supply chain. Okay, speaking of those supply chain uh, disruptions, Hong Yi, inflation, monetary policy, all of these contribute, uh, and the geopolitical uncertainties contributing to uh, the labor market uh, challenges uh, moving forward. So how will we solve the issues, the problems? What I see is that business optimism and the eagerness to recover from COVID-19 and live with COVID-19 is still 
quite likely to actually more than offset the caution that is warranted by these uncertainties in most sectors. For example, in a, in a survey of over 500 employers by recruitment agency Power Group released just last month, the proportion of companies told who intended to take on more staff for Q2 2022 was actually 25 percentage points higher than those which intend to size. And this was actually noted to be the highest since the Q4 of 2011. Right. So, of course, we have to consider that there will be more unfolding and we will see a fuller picture of employment trends in Singapore in time to come, right? These numbers are just estimates, aren't they, Hong Yi? Yes, they're just estimates and the final figures for Q1 2022 will come up until middle of June. I would say that more broadly, the full picture of the recovery requires um, more time, uh, you know, with employment. Employment, we have just reached the pre-COVID baseline and I think it's a question of whether will we stay there, how long will we stay there and, you know, what threatens to throw a spanner in the works, so to speak. All right. Thank you so much for that, Hong Yi. Tae Hong Yi, journalist at The Straits Times. Thanks for joining us today. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.